All right, welcome back to Everything But The Kitchen Sink. If this is your first time joining us, then just welcome, welcome in general. So I taped this with my boy, Johnny Boy Jorgensen. Uh, it's a really good time. And you may have already started to notice that with the podcast, it has a bit of a rotation to it. Some of our episodes will be deep dives into specific topics, movies, summer off season for the NBA, whatever it may be. Other episodes we'll be doing will be a This Week Now. We'll be focusing on what's happening right now. We'll do a This Week in My Feed segment where we talk about five random thoughts that we've had this week. That's what this podcast is going to be all about. So I taped this episode with John and we went through this week and it's a really good time. But before we get into it, when John and I started taping this podcast, we could have done a whole podcast on Charlottesville because if we're being honest with this week and <laughs> with the segment this week in our feed, this week in our feed has been all Charlottesville. But we decided we wanted to do a podcast that would hopefully be a bit more of a, an escape from that. However, I do want to leave you all with a couple things. Number one, if you haven't seen the Vice special on Charlottesville, they were there, they were documenting it, and it's an a, I don't even know how to put a word to it, but you have to see it. You have to watch it with your own eyes to see what was going on there. And, uh, and then I also just want to encourage anybody listening uh, to read, 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 open your eyes, look at what's going on. There's so many things being written about it that I find eye-opening when I read it, when I look at someone else's perspective. So please, please, please read on it, educate yourself. We can't turn away from what's happening down there. And hopefully this podcast is a fun, trivial thing to, uh, uh, you know, help us get through these, these type of times. So uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast and uh, cue the music. Let's get at it. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. High five. That was High a five. clap for... No, there's no video, so no, no need to do a clap. I keep saying that I'm filming podcasts to people, so, uh, yeah. Well, one day you'll bring in the camera crew for it. I guess. Caleb was telling me today that uh, podcasts are all live. He was trying to convince me that. Why was he... he was, Why does he, he was convinced that? he was like, podcasts are live. That's what people do. They do live podcasts. Does he listen to podcasts? No, I don't think he's ever listened to a podcast in his life. <laughs> Why does he think he knows? Caleb's my brother, for those of you who don't know, my, one of my many brothers. Uh, but do you want to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah, well, my name is John Jorgensen. I am 26 years old. I am a cancer. And I don't really subscribe to much astrology, so... You're the first person to give horoscope. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read a horoscope for myself. Because cancer is the worst one. Is it? Because it's the only one that when people hear the word, they immediately think of something else. Oh. You know? They think of cancer. I hear Taurus and I think of tacos. Isn't Toros a ta um Toros, like El Toros. It should be if it's not. But wait, what's one attribute of a? But of even a, even that, even saying you know, even saying that and thinking of tacos, that's at least a positive thing. Like yeah. I enjoy tacos, but you say I'm a cancer, that that sounds like I'm a I'm a person who's gonna get in your life and really mess things up. That's what I think to myself. I think, man, John's I don't, just <laughs> such a cancer. <laughs> 
I did not think this is the note we were going to start off on. Well, wait, what's what's one attribute of a cancer for our horoscope lovers? I have there? no idea because I've never actually read a horoscope. That's so cancer of him. <laughs> he doesn't so... even know. <laughs> There's well, some the astrology fans out there that are like, yes, absolutely. That's so cancer. I, I was trying to explain something about a Leo to someone the other day because I was like, well, Leos are... And then I realized I knew nothing about it. Yeah, Leos are always like, I'm a Leo. And so I and I just put up a peace sign, by the way, while I said <laughs> that. For those of you that can't see, and that's all of you. Because uh, podcasts aren't filmed. No. Nor are they <laughs> live. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so we are in the third week of August. Yes. And I wanted to have John on because every week we're going to try to do a weekly podcast that's more of a focus on what's happening now, what's it'll kind of be a what's in my feed sort of a thing where we look at what what's going on right now uh, versus some of our longer deep dive podcasts where we'll go into NBA offseason or Kai will rant forever on movies. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to do what's going on right now. So, sir. Mm-hmm. Random thoughts for okay. the week. Give me a f- your first random thought this week as you were trudging through the day. Yeah, the cancerous life. <laughs> so the the first thing that that I thought about when I when I heard we were doing random thoughts was the this is so lame. But the weather in Chicago in August. You haven't been here, but you know that Chicago weather in August sucks because it's just humid and like nasty, and we think of like football practices and sweating and dying and passing out it is felt like la it's like 72 and sunny very little humidity every day all throughout august so far which is blowing my mind wow yeah it's been nuts i don't know what it's like in new york i truly love that our first random thought was weather we don't even need to do anything else you're welcome Wow, I wish my first thought would have been weather not to make small talk but it's because it's been that crazy it's really been it, it's been a thing for you you've it been has. enjoying it so much it has well i'm glad that i first of all i'm glad you never censor yourself <laughs> i'm glad that your first random thought was wow it's really nice out probably on a run you were probably yes. on a run outside and you were like this because is normally my i would thought. hate to go running in august but it's it's a pleasurable experience yeah for sure well i'm i'm really glad you didn't censor your first random thought my first random thought is on a much different note so as you all know uh, from my setting segment, from my setting, <laughs> I've set a setting on myself. From my segment, if I were a betting man, mm. I, I tend to uh, I tend to look at the certain things that I want to be betting on a week to week basis. Sometimes I bite, sometimes I don't. But if, you know, if. it's if it's if I was a betting man. Um, and uh, there is a a betting line right now that's minus fifteen hundred for no one going sixteen and zero in the football in the NFL season. Really, and then there's another line that's minus. I want to say 1800 right now for no one going 0 and 16. Oh, so wow. if you parlay those bets together, you get like a minus 1000 bet, which basically means that for every $1000 you bet, you would win 100. So you don't you have to wager a ton of money, but it's considered a pretty fair thing that And parlay won't meaning as long as one of those two happens. No, both of them happen. Both of them have yeah, to both happen. Both of them have to happen. So you oh. put them together and then you get a little bit better odds. So I looked at that the other day and I almost immediately put a little capital on that parlay because I was like that's never going to happen and then I truly stared at my computer for about 20 minutes thinking to myself Tom Brady is in the NFL yeah I can't and make so this are the Jets. bet 
<laughs> well, actually, that was my thought. I was I said I don't think Cleveland will go zero and sixteen this year. They if they were going to go zero and sixteen, it would have been last year. I think they're going to win at least three or four games. Yeah. So I'm I'm scot free. But then I thought Bill Belichick and Tom Brady still exist, and this year Tom Brady's not suspended for four games. I can't make this bet. And I was so angry at myself yeah. that I didn't have the kahunas to say no. Tom Brady is not going to go sixteen and zero. But after watching that Super Bowl and replaying it in my head, I can't make that bet. I don't know why. I should yeah. be able to. As long as there's still small, fast white guys on the streets of Boston roaming around, <laughs> they will always have wide receivers in New England for Tom to throw to. They're just like, whose hands can we tape together and make them run real fast? The movie Invincible with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> yes. is really just the movie of every Boston guy on yes. the streets getting and picked up for the England. It doing the absolutely Patriots. is. Yes. Wow. It should just be called Edelman Camp. <laughs> and they they find guys. Wow. So that was on my head. That was in my uh, my random thought feed. Okay. My next random thought is whatever happened to the Little League World Series? Oh. Now, my question, though, that goes along with that is... Is it just that I've grown up to a point where I don't care about it anymore? Mm-hmm. Or is it not as big of a deal as it used to be? Because it used to be on my list of must must watch, you know? At least when they got to the final, you know, Williamsburg tournament. I was I was all in. And I would watch almost every game that I could. But it's been probably three years since I've watched a single Little League World Series game. Wow. Whatever happened to it? It's still going on. I know it's still going on, but like, do, <laughs> do people still watch it? I feel like when I turn on ESPN in August, that was all I would see. But now, I don't feel like I see it. I used to have some stakes in it. I used to really care. I was, I thought to oh, myself, I care too. yeah, this is our sport. Yeah. No one's going to come in here and push us around. And also, shout out Kyle Wilson, South Williamsport, right? Because you've been, I've, I've been to the Little League World Series. Because yeah. Kyle, uh, who has been and will be on the pod, uh, he lives a block away from the field. It's crazy. It's absurd. You go and you go there, and it's it's just this hustle bustle. So maybe I need to go. I, I guess I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I. I it's just. At some point, I think it's when you're younger, you have a little bit more in it, yeah. too, because you connect with the kids. You're thinking, oh, man, that could have been me, or that if, if in a different time, if my team was better. Mm-hmm. And then I think you're kind of living through them a little bit, and then yeah. you get older. And unless you're a parent who is probably more invested in Little League than the children are, totally. then you might be really into the Little League World Series. Like, next year we're going. <laughs> yeah, we're kick those Koreans. I just, I don't know why. I just haven't cared the last three years. And I, I love it, especially coming in August when there's nothing going on in the sports world, you know? But that's how I feel when I turn on SportsCenter. I used to care so much. And oh, now yeah. I turn on SportsCenter and I'm just so sad that I'm not as connected to it as I used to be. Well, it's so different now, too. It's not, it's, I feel like I see like three highlights when I watch an hour of SportsCenter and I yeah. see 20. Seven minutes of just jokes about heads. Twitter feeds. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's so annoying. Uh, I would rather have them just hire comedians to just come on and talk about those things if they're going to talk about them, yeah. versus uh, like two people that versus are very like, funny. Yeah, like ex NFL players who can barely string a sentence together oh. when they're when they're you know in front of a camera and they're nervous. Is that their fault or is that CTE? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, concussions. It's a real thing. Okay, second random thought for me. Mayweather-McGregor may actually be a fight. I don't care. I, I, I <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. 
Again, similar. I was sitting looking at the odds for the fight, and I kept thinking to myself, man, I really should just put all this on, on Mayweather. But well, I, don't, I know nothing. Of, who's getting odds right now? Like who's Mayweather is minus 600, minus 550. So you, okay. bet, you bet 550 to win 100. Gotcha. And it's, it's, it's a very interesting fight because you're taking the top – Top maybe top ten boxers of all time, one of them, and yeah. at forty you're putting him against a guy who hasn't boxed since amateur and is literally. Are in a they different boxing? Sport. They're boxing, yeah. Just got approved. For Are they it. also going to do an MMA? No, they're just boxing. This and seems unfair. It's very unfair. They're, that would be like, hey, LeBron and Tom Brady go up against one another, but we're only playing basketball. Yeah, and then I'd still. If Tom Brady got good odds, you might... Uh, it's true. I probably would take him. <laughs> I don't want that against him, clearly. <laughs> against him. Well, the... I just... there, There's... Obviously, things coming out of McGregor's camp are things that make it seem like he's going to have a really good shot. They mm-hmm. just released this sparring video where he's given it to Pauly. Pauly M, who was a, a champion a couple years back in boxing and is now 36, I think. Uh, so... Clearly, they're trying to spin this like this is going to be a close fight. There's just something about McGregor, though, in general that makes me scared because he seems unbelievably determined and he does have power. He's got unbelievable power and Mm -hmm. there's something about – I don't think his confidence is at all shaken and and there's something about Mayweather that all these boxers he's played for the last – he's fought for the last five, ten years – have all gone into the ring scared of him Mm -hmm. and scared of what he can do and and how much of a counterpuncher he is and – there's something about McGregor though that I just think he's gonna go in there and go hog wild in the ring. I, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna win, but I'm afraid to bet against him or, oh, yeah. you know. And so many people, Max Kellerman, all these people are, and everybody who has a stake in the boxing world is just laughing at this fight. Which they might be right. It might be a joke. Mm-hmm. They think he's just gonna be, you know, it's a parade, a, a spectacle. But I don't, I'm curious. I'm, I'm definitely curious. I, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So that's that was on my mind this week. My okay, so this is going completely in a different direction, but I I just my next random thought I it's, just got it's random thoughts for a reason. I got a new phone. Go I got a new phone, oh, and I yes. got the seven plus because my my old phone broke. I had an iPhone six. The portrait mode on an iPhone seven plus is unbelievable. I have to grab my phone. I don't know where it is. Please, because I have to show you. Hold on. We also have great product placement. I'm so have excited. you seen photos from portrait mode? On iPhone 7 Plus? Yeah. No, I live Taken. in the stone ages of the 6S. That's true. You, you probably do. Okay, let me find. Like, this I thought isn't the even... 7 Plus was like an iMax. I this thought isn't even like the best one. Oh, wow. You see how it blows out the background like that? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Holy cow. It's so good. And like, it's, it's a game changer for sure. For sure, for sure. Are you finding yourself using this more than your camera now? Um, well, it's, it's an aspect within the camera, but however, it's not very good in low light. I meant your like camera camera. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, not more necessarily, but it definitely like, like that's taken with an iPhone. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know, I I love that you're all not seeing these photos. (laughs) You're welcome. But it's just, I mean, it's just, it's really bad in low light. So you need perfect lighting conditions to get a clear photo. Otherwise it's really grainy, but it's really stepping up my Instagram game, so wow. thank you to uh, Portrait Mode on the iPhone. It's making your Instagram account even more Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Pinterest. Okay, third random thought. Oh, For those of you who don't know, which I think is all of you, I am 
one of the biggest fans of the movie Kingsman the Secret Service that there is. <laughs> Thought that movie was tremendous. Yeah. I will was. at some point I will bring I will ask Kyle and Sam to retell what happened after I saw Kingsman the Secret Service. I saw it alone as I see many movies because I'm weird and I like going alone to movies and I I walked out of the theater and I was bursting to have someone to talk to about it because I had so much fun. It was opening night of the movie. I was so excited. You I didn't got expect on... it to be that good. No, I, I thought it would be fine. I, yeah. thought, I thought it would be fine. I think and... most people thought it would be like, oh, fine. fine yeah, and, and, and Matthew Vaughn, the director, I, I loved his X-Men movie, X-Men First Class. I thought it was really good and and I just, there was something about it. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it could be a fun take on James Bond, sort of. And, and it was. It was incredible. It was such a fun ride. The whole theater was just eating it up. It was a great theater-going experience. But then, sadly, it was one of the few times where I was really sad to be alone because I really just wanted someone there to agree with me and just to talk about Because you felt like you had found, time. like, a diamond in the rough. Yeah, even just those gem of those action movies that I'm thinking to myself, I will rewatch this every time it yeah. pops up. Or if it's on Netflix, I will watch it. And so then I got on four or five different group texts and immediately I kind of copy and pasted this text saying, Kingsman the Circuit Secret Service is incredible. Who wants to go tomorrow? I'm going to go see it again. You all have to go see it. It's incredible. And it was probably even less coherent than that. But I sent it out to everybody and then I got a huge group together to go the next day. And sadly, sadly, they didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Well, because so you probably it really, hyped it up too much. Yeah, I ruined it. I knew it. We were walking to the theater, and I knew I was going to ruin it because I had hyped it up. Uh, Kyle hated it, so I'm sure he'll give his uh, his two cents. I could see Kyle hating that movie, though. <laughs> hating every movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he, uh, he Sam Sam thought it was fine. I'll let Sam give his own opinion. But anyway, I digress. The Kingsman Secret Service two trailer has been in every movie that I've seen for the past three months. I've seen it a thousand times at this point, and it is such a mediocre trailer. And while a good trailer doesn't guarantee a good movie, obviously, and Suicide Squad, I'm looking at you, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm still bitter. Uh, And I was probably higher on Suicide Squad than most. Um, But the trailer for the sequel is... Very disappointing, and I really hope it's better than the trailer. Do you think that the the sequel is suffering, will suffer from um, like 13 Reasons Why syndrome? Like to me, did you watch 13 Reasons Why? I'm on episode okay. 10 right so, now. So they're going to make a second season of okay. it. Which after I finished it, this doesn't spoil anything for you, but after I finished it, I was like, how do you make a second season? There's no reason other than the fact that this show was really popular. Of course. So we think we can make more money. We could do a whole podcast on 13 Reasons Why, but... Oh, yeah. That's and a- we, 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 you know, we could eventually. But, but, <laughs> but to me, I think perhaps Kingsman was like, oh, this is way more popular than we thought it would be. Let's just make a sequel so we can make some more money. But will it be good? Is it needed? You know? I don't know. I was wondering how you were going to connect that. Because when you said... <laughs> I mean, they're very similar. They're very similar. Like the, so, Commit suicide. Just a lot of a lot of <laughs> very uh, charged discussions going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Thirteen reasons why. Wait. Before Wait. we continue. Okay. Thirteen reasons why. If the rating of the first episode, the rate if if each of those rating if each of the episodes got a rating from like a movie rating, the yeah. first episode was G rated. 
Oh, it totally. was. I thought to myself, oh, maybe like this is gonna be for thirteen to sixteen year olds yep. to be like high school. And then the second episode, swearing kicks up a bit. It's kind of adult themes. You're mm-hmm. you're thinking to yourself, whoa, this is suicide. This is intense stuff. Yeah. It kind of picks up. And maybe it's entering PG-13 ter- territory. Like one F-bomb. Like, you know, okay, this is PG-13. Through the show. <laughs> How far are you? That I'm episode 10, and I know oh, it's yeah. even going to get worse. Yeah. It, it turns into something that can only be described as... Adult, adult, adult. One content. or two of the more graphic scenes I've ever I've seen. ever seen. Ever. And it, it, as as I I know I know what we're building up to. I've read a lot on it, but I, I was so shocked by the progression of the mm-hmm. rating. I kept thinking to myself, I it, I would my parents probably would have allowed me to watch this at that's fourteen why, if they'd seen the first episode. That's why I think episode. a lot of adults and parents are angry with it is because you think about it. It's on Netflix, so everything comes out at once. So if I'm a parent. I'm going to say, ah, I've heard some things about this. I'm going to watch the first episode with you just to make sure it's okay. Yes. You watch that first episode, you're like, oh, it's oh, this fine. this is fine. Okay, this is good. Maybe that's going to discuss some stuff that's harder right. to talk about, some Great. no I'll let my 14-year-old watch this. Yeah. But the parent isn't going to stick through all 10 or 13 episodes or whatever. And it takes off. Like, it shocks. It exactly. shocks me each episode when, I, when I think to myself, man, that first episode was pretty yeah. G-rated. Which I understand from a, from a production and creative standpoint why they would delve into the darkness of that world slowly uh-huh. but i think from like a parenting standpoint it's very it's it, it probably created a very dangerous situation for a lot of people you know yeah well but. and i mean the only fact i'm gonna say my roommate luke gave this to me though uh we've discussed it a lot there's so much to talk about with it about you know is the show helping or hurting the discussion right. uh lots of things and Mainly, most of my issues with the show have to do with execution of different things, even though I'm so drawn in by it on a purely entertainment level. Yeah. They've they've drawn me in. Uh, But uh, Google searches for how do I kill myself went up 26% with the Mm. drop of 13 Reasons Why for Mm. the month that that show came out versus the month before, Mm. which was just a shocking stat to think about because... Even more so than that, I'm thinking to myself, why would you make a sequel to this show? Uh, but I also yeah. haven't finished it, and I'm I'm still could talk more on it later. But very For interesting sure. show. And uh, Kingsman: Secret Service Two would definitely <laughs> be in your you'd be interested in while watching Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> you be because you watch Thirteen yes. Reasons Why. Kingsman. Kingsman. <laughs> Also, though, a movie that starts off being like, oh, this is probably G-rated. And by the end of the yeah? movie, you're, you're, you're like, oh, he's with... going, He's that's why he's going in that cell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is great. I love, I love that we're, we're, we have, we're drawing all the connecting lines between those two pieces why, of content. The title of this episode will be Why Kingsman and 13 Reasons Why are essentially the same program. <laughs> All right. Do we? Oh, do you have another yes, uh, random thought for me um, from the week? So, it's middle of August when we're recording this, and a lot of people are going back to school. And I just realized I'm officially old enough now, where it doesn't feel weird anymore that I'm not going back to school right wow. now. Wow! Like it did not. It doesn't feel strange anymore. Wow! And I'm. A, I've hit that point. What a revelation of space. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Wow. It's true. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're they're going back to school, but I don't feel like I should be anymore. You know? I'm so glad I'm not going back to oh, school. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The the first time I didn't go back, the first time after college, the that that September August rolled around and you're not going back to school, 
you really feel this unbelievable freedom to go and do whatever you want. Yeah. Even if it's an, even if it's a lie, even if you're like, no, I work this week. I can't, I can't go to Bermuda. <laughs> you're kind of like, well, no one's telling me I can't leave on this yeah. Tuesday and go to Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two places I would go either Just Delaware Bermuda or, Bermuda or Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> but very interesting. I'm, and that's, I didn't even think about that. So now I'm thinking about it, which is good. Fourth thought for me. Uh, dear diary, here's a love letter. I know I would, I would probably open it with dear diary. I love hard knocks more than any other content on the internet or on cable television. It is so fun. And I love you hard knocks. And I hated it with the Los Angeles Rams last year. Who is it this year? It's the Bucks. I've never watched hard knocks. What? I've never watched a minute. What? What? No. You love football. I do. You love football. You've never seen the hard. You've never, seen, never uh, seen hard knocks. Hard knocks. Okay, I just I had to get that weird entry in because hard knocks is incredible. Also, all or nothing, which is on Amazon, and they did the Cardinals last year, and they did the Rams this year, which is who chose the Rams? Oh, it's because it's, it's, it's LA. It's LA. I guess. Yeah, oh, it's LA. Anyway. It was new. It was news. Everyone wanted to talk about all it. or nothing with the Cardinals last year on Amazon was tremendous, by the way. And uh, to set you up, if you don't know what hard knocks is. Hard Knocks follows an NFL team during preseason and training camp and specifically follows uh, a lot of the undrafted or late round picks or, or veterans who are trying to make the team. Uh, it's it a very cool. Yeah, it's HBO. It's very cool to just see it from this aspect of, of these guys who are really just trying to make a living and yeah. trying to make the team and, and work, cool. you know, work their butts off in camp. And uh, it's and then you also get a little bit of time with the stars, which is great. And the Houston Texans one a couple years ago was so fun. and But I imagine been... you kind of see the stars just like in the background. Well, it, it goes like... back and forth. They do probably like a 15-minute segment on J.J. Watt right. and him doing something crazy. And then 20 minutes on a bunch of different undrafted That's people fun. or mid-tier starters. You know, it's fun. You you And last year was... Besides when we found out that Jared Goff didn't know that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, which is one of the greatest <laughs> moments of television I've ever consumed. Uh, oh, <laughs> so no. Really go and watch that. It's all over YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, uh, besides that, it was pretty dull, and I kept thinking to myself, this team is this team is going to be 7-9 and nine or 8-8, eight and eight, and mm-hmm. they just because their quarterback situation was so rough. Um, but from the first episode of Buccaneers training camp, it's going to be such a good season. Jameis Winston... Is Jameis a star on it? He, for, for all the controversy surrounding him, rightfully so, he is so fun to watch. He's so charismatic. He's so charismatic. It's basically a... It's a PSA for, for Jameis Winston where you're watching it and you're just, you're just so drawn into him and his personality and he's... He has a bunch of amazing moments already in the first episode. Plus, even better than Jameis is Gerald McCoy, the offensive... The defensive oh. lineman who uh, is such a character, and uh, I'm excited because it's a good team. you got Deshaun Jackson over there now in free agency, and Mike Evans. Is, and So it's exciting because I'm thinking the whole time I'm watching possibly a team that you know definitely could make a playoff run and was 9-7 and seven last year. But possibly the best moment of the first episode. Again, a moment where I freaked out at the end and sent a bunch of group texts out. Uh, the final five minutes is every player and coach 
just talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's amazing. Everybody, it's just all over the campus, and everyone's oh like, gosh. "You see Game of Thrones last night? Oh man, the dragons!" <laughs> and it is, it is just, it rivals Jared Goff trying to tell you about the sun rising oh and setting. Oh my god! In just, I, I, I rewatched it about four times, and it's all the, it's so many different players and so many different coaches in different areas. That's of, awesome. Oh, it's amazing. You watch Game of Zones? On YouTube, Game of Zones. There's so many spinoffs. I, I don't. Have watch you Game watched of Zones. Game? You gotta. It'll take you. It's Bleacher Report. It'll take you an hour to watch all four seasons because they're just like five minute clips. Uh huh. It's so good. <laughs> I'm down. Especially the final episode when they bring Levar Ball into it. It's so funny and it's perfect. So you should go binge watch on YouTube. John all. Four seasons of Game of Thrones. John doesn't know this yet, but we refer to uh, that man as he who shall not be named. Oh, on sorry, this podcast. I, apo- I apologize. Um, I apologize. But hey, he who shall not be named. How'd your uh, four-point contest go with Ice Cube, buddy? <laughs> I saw that. That was pathetic. I still don't like you. I hope you're listening. Wow, that was mean. I'm sorry. That was really mean. I don't know you, but I still don't like you. Anyway, that took a person. That, that took a t- turn. That, that took a dark, dark turn. Oh well, you're, um, you'll love the la- the final episode of Game of Zones. Then I will absolutely. And we all know that he who shall not be named is probably going to get an FS1 talk so- show at some point. Yeah, that's not my. I, that's not an original take by me. Bill Simmons, shout out. That was your take, but it's very I true. That, I think that would be a poor choice on FS1's part. Oh well, because he's just to me, it's like it's he's a flash in the pan. It's a circus, and it'll be gone. Barnum and Bailey know? shut down. The circus is done. We don't need more Lavar Bell. Yeah. Oh, I said his name. Dang it. Dang it. That hard knocks, phenomenal, phenomenal. Cool. Got last one? one. Last one. You mean last, last one? one? My last one is just um, glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Oh, that's all. Too. That's a really good one. Yeah. Selfishly, that's a really good one. Because it's just an excuse for us to have a long conversation about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. Well, I've already established this, but the only person listening is my mom. That's fine. We, I, I love Michelle. I, <laughs> I am a firm believer that the only person listening is my mom. So, and my, she's probably busy too. So this is just us talking into the space. That's so. fine. That's, I mean, usually it would just be us talking into the space anyway. But now we can go back and listen to it if we want. Yeah, and. Uh, and, I mean, we don't have anything else to do. We're not going back to school. So. Yeah, exactly. We have nothing to do. And Adults that feels do right anything. now. That feels right. <laughs> uh, last one. Well, I want to steal yours because I'm obviously excited just to be oh. talking. And But that would be a copycat. And um, I'm not a copycat. So I'm going to say fantasy football. <laughs> Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Hard Knocks is back. Fantasy football is back. I'm so excited. And while... I have many bones to pick with ESPN. I do want to say I love your 24 hours of fantasy football that you do with Matthew Barry. And I think Adam Schefter stayed up the whole time this year as well. I love it. It's such a fun idea. It's crazy. It's so wheelhouse for me mm. me of something that I would be so down to yeah, do. I and I love that they do it. I don't know what the viewership is for it. I, I rarely watch fantasy football television. But the fact that when I know it's happening, I turn on the TV and switch to the channel to just see how sleep-deprived they are and where they're at giving the exact same... Like, at some point, you're saying the exact same things about Ezekiel Elliott, like, over and over yeah. and over, just on different shows. So, uh, it's it's a fun thing, and keep doing what you're doing, and, and that is some content that I, I do like from ESPN. Who's uh, your number one overall pick for fantasy? If you had it in your league, who do you choose? Le'Veon Bell is... is 
so good. I, I don't know. I, have, I haven't even started to crack open what yeah. people would say, but, but Le'Veon Bell is just what he does for that offense. I don't see that offense uh, calming down at yeah. any point. But we're also getting to the point where, you know, generally running backs are considered, you'd be stupid not to take a running back in the top three, but we're now at a point where wide receivers that can stay healthy and produce aren't, you know, it's not crazy to go with the first round for them, kind of like Calvin Johnson used to be. And yeah. and then on top of that, you if you see a quarterback who you think is going to overproduce... Like what I, Cam did two years ago? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never drafted a quarterback in the first three rounds. I just don't do it unless there's incredible value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that, you know, Rob Gronkowski, the last two years, it's made sense to draft him in the first round. Yeah. Obviously, last year, so much injuries. Rob, I'm looking at you, man. I drafted you, and... That's rough. That sucked. Uh, but rough. I still, I verified it was a, it was a good draft pick at ninth in the first round. Um, so, but I, I, I love Le'Veon Bell. I think he finds they find so many ways to get him the ball, and uh, now that he's, he's not suspended this year, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, that's that'd be my, my go-to. I think, uh, especially with the Elliott suspension coming down, and I think best case scenario that gets knocked down to four or five if he yeah. appeals. So, uh, which is going to be my hot take at the end. So hold on, that. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So, moving on. This would normally be when I would say that we're going to be chewing it over. Um, <laughs> so, let's just chew it over. Let's chew it over. Okay. I've got cookies. Okay. I've, and when I say I, I mean we have got cookies here. And I just... We're always hungry. So, we got to feed the people. We got to feed the, feed the people. We have a tray of cookies here. M&M cookies... If you feel like this is what you need, I just want you to enjoy. Okay. I I will crack open my drink as well because we're gonna be chewing it over. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you. Oh, how's the cookie? They're good. Good. It's like a half cookie dough, half cookie, half baked. Jerry's. <sighs> Mushy cookies are the best. Mm-hmm. Hot out the oven. That's how I want them. Crunchy cookies, I I can't eat. That's not even a cookie. That's not that's a cookie. A, that's just a bad cracker. We're looking at you, bad crackers. <laughs> Stay mushy, my friends. Stay mushy. Here's a business idea. Dos Equis. Really hard cookies. <laughs> Just call them bad crackers. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I've got some random questions for you that I'm going to fire off. You mm-hmm. do not know these questions. Okay. I want you to give me your instant thought. Just straight out the cannon. Instant thought. Maybe... Uh, 30 seconds. I will let you go longer, though, if you really hit a stride. Okay. I want you to, you know, cookie it up if you need to. Really chew it over. Think about these. Uh, and your life depends on these answers. Got so it. please sweat. Please really get stressed out. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, so there is stakes. I, I don't want to say no pressure because all the pressure. Okay. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. What seed will the Thunder get in the West this season? Four. Wow. So many questions. Four. That was so quick. You said fast as I can. What were the three above him? What are the who are the three above him? Yeah, Spurs, Rockets, Warriors. Okay, second Spurs, Rockets, Warriors. Yeah, I want the Spurs to be good. Oh, I'll I'll follow a question with the Spurs. Okay, okay here we I go. Have, I I have something about them too. So oh, give me give me your Spurs thought. Well, no, it's for later. So oh, good. What seed will the Timberwolves get in the West? Six. I like it. Who's five? Who's five? Yeah, I think. Uh, oh gosh, who is five? I but I'm not them. St- sticking with six though, and I like. I think that. The, I think the. I actually think the Clippers have a chance to at be five. Okay, to be okay, okay. at five. I got you. 
How many points will Isaiah Thomas average next year? 23.2. Oh, love it. 23.2. Straight out. Will Kyrie Irving be on the Cavs for game one of the season? Yes. Wow. Okay. Bryce Harper. Will he ever play for the Cubs? Yes. No. No. Oh. No. Why Why the yes? Uh, Because... I was I was taking that as will Chris Bryant and Bryce Harper ever play on the same team, and the answer is yes. But I don't think it will be for the Cubs. Wow, what team? Any team? Yeah, they'll probably go. I I I could see them going to Yankees, Red like, Sox. Yeah, them both going Big to like market. the Yankees or them both going to the Red Sox. Them both going somewhere. Why would you say that? I'm just saying. Why are you saying those mean things? Because, Get off my because, podcast. Because Bryce Harper is LeBron circa two thousand nine. What does that make Mike Trout? Mike Trout is Carmelo. <laughs> Mike Trout's better. You, you shut your mouth. He, no, Mike Trout has, is in danger of becoming Carmelo if he doesn't get on a better team. They're they're in the wild card hunt. I know they are, but what is that? That's not slash so, so they can go nasty. and lose the game. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. They don't have the pitching. Uh, I love how you insulted. Mike Trout has been on my fantasy baseball team in many He's years past. Amazing. Not this year. Not this year. Uh, Bryce Harper is on my team this year, which mm-hmm. I picked him ninth in the first round, similar to Gronk, and he has rewarded me in a big way. Yeah. Uh, but He's out, though. Yeah, he'll be back, and I just need him for the playoffs. So uh, the there's no tear, John. If Please don't talk about his knee, okay? There's no tear. And um, If there is, I hate to say it, it's kind of his fault because – I don't know why he stepped on the top of the base. Like, has he not played baseball all his life and knows that you step on the front edge of the bag? I know you're trying to beat out the play, Bryce, but like, come on. And uh, starting step next on week, top of uh, the base, $100 a week base running base running camp with John Jorgensen. You can no, sign up on I, the I website. You can take that for free because it's basic knowledge. It's just because well, he wanted to like step on it hard so his helmet would fall off so he could throw his hair again. Well, back, back to my – the reason I became a child so quick when you when you called Mike Trout Carmelo Anthony is because Mike Trout was on my first ever fantasy baseball team and led me to the playoffs. Oh, he's and amazing. He is I, – I love him. He just goes about his business. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the man baseball wanted. Bryce Harper is the man probably the people wanted, like yeah. making baseball fun, his golden mane as he runs. But Mike Boy. Trout is like – the old timers are just like, Trout! Trout! Yeah, I mean, Trout! He's, he's unbelievable. Okay, yeah. Anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, okay, Bryce Harper and... Oh, man, why would you say that? You can say that Chris true. Bryant I think they're, I think, is heading somewhere. Well, because I think oh, they're going to... I think the, the MLB might start... Begin to look a little bit more like the NBA in that these these young guys that are coming up, they are friends before they get there. Oh, Especially... Yes. It, I mean, it, especially based on what country they're from, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. all the Puerto Rican guys, they're all really good friends. All the Dominican guys, they're good friends before they get there. That's starting to happen. Purely with, from a language standpoint for that too, well, yeah. and a cultural yeah. standpoint. But yeah. that's also starting to happen with the guys who are, with the American guys that are coming up, you know, with the guys from the U.S. They're they're all friends beforehand. It's like the know? AAU syndrome. Yeah. Where they're, playing on, they're playing against each other in the same AAU yeah. teams for so, so they long, just, you know. They all know each other already. Yeah. Speaking of AAU, what was it? I think it was two years ago. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. I don't know. Who, I want to say it was Anthony Davis, but maybe it was Davis. They were doing interviews for NBA 2K16 maybe, and uh, 
Anthony Davis thought Curry was white when they were playing in the <laughs> ball. So Curry's telling a story. Oh, I'm botching who it is, but Curry's telling the story of when he had to tell Anthony Davis that he wasn't white. Oh my god! <laughs> it's an amazing moment. Oh, oh, thank thank you, NBA 2K15. Oh, wow, so funny. Okay, is Jim Harbaugh the best coach in college football? No. Oh wow, I really wanted you to say yes. I. Is he my favorite coach in college football? Yes. Is he is he the most entertaining coach in college football? By far. He wears Lululemon pants, too. He, I mean, he's he's the real deal, but, I mean, he's not. He's not. He's definitely top five. Top five? Yeah. Can you give me maybe your even top, top five? I maybe even top, top three. Five. I don't know if I give you a top five, but... I mean, you know Saban's ahead Saban, of Urban Saban, Meyer. Urban Meyer, yeah. and, and, Just based on and Harbaugh are up there, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I, get, I, would, I would be going more into my ignorance pool as far as like I wouldn't say Dabo Sweeney you know even though he's been really successful as of late mm-hmm. you know but who's at Florida State? Jimbo Fisher Jimbo Fisher maybe is Bob Stoop still? just retired he just retired he probably would have been up there for yeah. me just because really, they've been so really good for good, so long really good article uh, on ESPN talking about uh, Bob Stoop's last few yeah, weeks. He's been so Oklahoma. good for so long. Uh, and, well, he, he retired at such a weird time, but really good article. You can check it out. Uh, yeah. I'm forgetting who wrote it, but really good article on that and how he had a dinner uh, to tell, I think, the assistant coach that he was stepping down. Also, reminded me how much of a grind it is to mm-hmm. be a football coach, yeah. hearing him talk about it. And Bob Stoop's dad passed away uh, from a heart attack he had while coaching football. So Jeez. that was an interesting layer to it. Uh, he was so consistent there for so long. Yeah. Growing up, I just yeah, always remember Oklahoma was at the They're top. They're always good. And besides the Vince Young years and a, and a couple. But they didn't even have like a real fall off during those years. No. It's just they weren't, they didn't win the conference. But they came in second. <laughs> they came in third. I used to play NCAA 03, 04, 05, 06. And in every one of those, the Red, Red River Shootout, you'd play Oklahoma. I would play as Texas in, in legacy mode, and you'd play as Texas, and Oklahoma would always be higher ranked than yeah, you, and would be like always be game. so good. Yeah. It, it was just you had to beat Oklahoma. Yep. When I, oh, man, because they were they were good, and he was around for all those years. And they still are. Uh, and they are. They are. Uh, huge, huge Baker Mayfield fan. <laughs> I know you are. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield is my guy. Baker Mayfield's like he's like Matt Stafford, man. Oh, he's just a gamer. Oh, he is. He's he a is gamer. Him and Matt Stafford. Yeah. Oh wow. Baker Mayfield, the intramural. There's a story of him in his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Uh, either he was redshirted or a, not. A, I don't know if he's a walk on, but he he's not playing his freshman year. But he's on the football team mm-hmm. and he. Uh, I want to say with his dorm uh, floor, they do a softball team, and Baker Mayfield is slaying kids <laughs> in softball. <laughs> and and I, none of them surprised me. I don't the know least. if none of them knew. I'm butchering the story, but some of them didn't know that he was on the football team oh, or that he gosh. played, and they were just like, "Man, this kid's athletic," yeah, really and athletic. he's just slaying kids, hitting bombs. Doesn't and, surprise and, me the least that he probably took it more I seriously it. than anyone else. That would be one of my favorite. If I had been there, that would have made my life. Just, yeah. And then you're watching this kid become a legend yeah. as, as he 
gets to be an upperclassman, and you're thinking, we played in a real softball together. together we were trashing those fraternities. Oh, it's amazing. And also his his use of eye of the eye black. He really goes he full goes eye full black. On. Yeah, wow, Baker old school. Yeah, will Mello be on the Knicks for game one of this season? No. Ooh. Well, game one probably. Trade deadline. No. Okay. What will Phil Jackson be doing in five years? Not uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just relaxing. Relaxing. He, he should already be doing that. If there, what weird hobby? Um, um, an amendment to the question: What weird hobby will Phil Jackson have mastered in five years? Zen Buddhism. I was gonna say napping, but <laughs> I, I don't know say... if you could say Zen Buddhism is a hobby either. I apologize to any Buddhists <laughs> who are listening to this. I was gonna say napping during uh, napping during workouts, <laughs> Na- um, napping yeah. during pre-draft workouts. That, he's already, he's already there. The yeah, he's already there. What's your favorite and least favorite Christopher Nolan movies? Favorite and least favorite and least favorite. Memento. Favorite or least favorite? Favorite. Wow. Uh, Memento is my least favorite. Really? Which is uh, a really unpopular opinion. That is opinion. unpopular. Especially with me. Um, and then least... I have a probably, guess on this one. Probably the the final Batman. What was it? Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, that would have been my guess for you. Will Cersei die before the end of this season of Game of Thrones? This season? This season. No. No, she's going to live. No, she, yeah, she'll live. Because there's only... there's only you, Are you caught up? I am caught up. Okay, there's only two more episodes at yeah. the time we're recording this. The two long episodes. And both who, who we piece. all know, how we we all kind of know, how, I mean, I know how it's going to happen. Yeah, I know how it's going to happen You know, we too. all know how it's going to happen. And in this last episode, she just dropped like a huge bomb to make sure that that isn't going to happen for at least a while, you know? So. Yeah. Huge bomb. So I don't think, I don't think that's happening this season. Also then, it's like, you're eliminating... Probably the, besides maybe Littlefinger, like the final true human antagonist in the story. Yeah, you know, before the final season, which we lo- we love to hate her. Is know? Ansel Elgort the next Tom Cruise? Mm, yes and no, no, because I don't think he is. But yes, because he can run on screen really, really. He can well. run. Ansel Elgort is the kid from Baby Driver. He can run. And Fault in Our Stars. Screen. If you if you are catching up. Yeah, he can run on I screen. I think he's really a little well. more. I think he's a little more, uh, just a little more diversely talented than Tom Cruise yeah. is. You know what I mean? Interesting. Well, like, he can sing. Yeah, he can sing. He can dance. Like all that music stuff that he's doing. And... Uh, for all you theater kids out there, he's a stage door manner kid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's a he's a stage door manner uh, royalty. Yeah. So I think I think man. he, if he wants to, has a more diverse career ahead of him you know what i mean yeah whereas tom cruise kind of eventually fell into the action guy you know yeah. well it's a little too soon to say it. tom cruise fell because he hurt himself on the mission impossible so oh, yeah, my bad. shout out tom get better he was jumping roof to roof of course <laughs> just doing his own stunts at 55 i have massive respect for the man i like clearly work ethic yes just Anytime there is an uh, an internet ranking of movie stars who actually could kill you or hurt you 
Tom Cruise is usually top three because he should be. He takes it so seriously. He he's be, done like though. SEAL training. He's crazy. I don't know how much I really believe that because he's five seven, but <laughs> I don't know how much he could really hurt certain people. But he does his own stunts and get better, man. Sorry you fell off that the roof. Sucks. He, it's not that bad. He's not. I think he was just limping. No, but it was reported okay. uh, the other day. Okay, what's your favorite band slash song to listen to while running? What gets you hyped? I, I don't really listen to much music, but recently I've been listening to a cover of The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. That is so good. That was five levels deep for me that I, <laughs> I didn't follow, but I'm so down. so good. Wow, a cover... Okay, a cover of The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Yeah. Okay, well... We'll have to post that. Yeah, yeah, we'll absolutely. Post that cover put it, put it for put the it people. In your notes for my mom. It's, it's very intense. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, if you could choose a wife for your dog, Buckets, what kind of dog would it be, and why? Well, Buckets is gay, um, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't choose a wife. <laughs> but Buckets, uh, probably a Bernese Mountain Dog, because he lo- he loves this one Bernese that he plays with. <laughs> what? Our, we're pretty sure our dog is gay. <laughs> the delivery of that also buckets is right here buckets is is definitely listening in and and he wanted to have a say in that as well what an amazing moment (laughs) a bernese a bernese mountain yeah what do you think of that buckets he loves bernese he's he's pretty excited right now oh wow he left his cage to come and talk (laughs) to us about it and he's licking my feet as he always does i have salty feet though i get it wow thank you lightning round we're chewing it over one final. Take another cookie. One final chew. So, moving on. All right. Um, I want to go through some some top threes for okay. you. I want to get your opinion on some, some top threes as we move into... Fall is such a good time in sports. So good. It's such a... Ugh. I always get I always get excited. Buckets is full on licking your iPhone 7. <laughs> I had a cookie on it. Really exciting. Buckets, that was nice. Way to get in there. Gross. Licking it like a Burmese mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, top three. Uh, First of all, I want you to talk a little bit about your fandom loyalties Mm -hmm. uh, as we're introducing people. John's going to be on the pod pretty often. He's going to be one of my uh, one of the one of the co-hosts that rotate. Yes, I'm honored. I'm honored honored. uh, that we now are just going to put a mic in front of our conversations. Yeah. not all of them. Some of them are for us. Yeah, for sure. It'll be a one for so, us, one for you. Okay, yeah. You know. Kind of like book publishing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will you turn your turn, phone off? Ah, I'm such a rude man. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm the worst. Okay, so my fandom? Speaking of one for, the, one for them, one for me. What an incredible line in the movie La La Land. When he sits down at the piano and he's like, I thought we would go by a one for you, one for me. And J.K. Simmons is just shaking his head. And he goes, okay, how about two for you, one for me? He's so, All for you, none for me. He's so <laughs> stupid charming. I hate him. Oh, it's so good. All right, continue. My fandom. Some fandoms. So my fandom, my fandom is pretty basic, except when you get to the college football and basketball level. Okay. So I'm, I'm from Chicago. I live in Chicago. And so I'm... Number one overall, anything. I'm a Bulls fan. Then, Amen. Then I am also a Cubs fan. Amen. Uh, and but and and as far as the NFL goes, I'm a Bears fan, but not. I mean, I am because my wife's family has season tickets, and they're 
they're hardcore Bears fans and they love the Bears. Ugh, I'm so sorry. That but for Bears but fans. for me, uh, and and it's not just because the Bears are terrible and are going to be terrible for a little while. I think it, it's just because I don't necessarily care about them. I I kind of the way that I'm a fan of the NFL is actually how most people are a fan of the NBA. I'm a fan of players. Right. I'm not a fan of the team. And you really stick to that. You have your yeah. guys that you I have watch. My guys you that love, you always... love Brady purely because he's also a Michigan man. Right. So that and that segues well into my my college fandom. So I I live in Chicago, but I was I was born in Michigan, and for several years I grew up in Ann Arbor, and so it was then that I became very very passionate about University of Michigan football. And this was the this was like the mid to late nineties. Right, so Michigan was really good. Ninety-seven was the last time they won a national championship. So I love University of Michigan football. As far as college basketball goes, it's a little twisted though, because as you know, in the mid to late nineties, that was right after the Fab Five stuff happened, and so Michigan had all these sanctions on them where they couldn't go to the tournament, and so Michigan basketball was terrible. The Fab Five thirty for thirty, by the way, on ESPN, fantastic, fantastic, amazing, television. amazing, and Jalen Rose. I'd listen to you talk forever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. And so the the weird thing is, is that during that time, when I first was growing old enough to like college basketball, University of Michigan was almost a non, they were a non-starter. There was no point in being a fan of them. And Michigan State was really good at the time, as they always are. And so I actually became a Michigan State basketball fan because it was almost as if University of Michigan did not have a basketball team for like six or seven years. And so now I kind of cheer for both of them, um, but I kind of have this weird uh, fandom of college basketball. But number one, Bulls. Number two, Michigan Wolverine football. Excited. I'm really stacking the podcast with Bulls fans. Yeah. Because it's going to be a trying time for us. Yeah, it is. It's a trying time that we need to draw together. together, Yeah. Yeah. But I also am becoming a pseudo fan of a lot of these other teams while the Bulls rebuild. Yeah. Excited to watch the Sixers this year. Uh, and uh, you trust the process. Oh, I love I love Joel Embiid. Man, he's my guy. It's also his hatred of uh, he who shall not be named. Yeah. Oh, Joel, I'm with you, dog. Uh, great. Well, I'm gonna start then as we go through this week and what's going on. We're coming onto the dawn of of college football season. Yes. Uh, top three. Give me three college football predictions, All big right. or small, doesn't matter. Give me I'm gonna three. go through them through them quick. Number one. No Bama or Clemson in the national championship game. Whoa! Well, I should say mine then. My number one prediction is Bama's going to win it all, guys. Nah. Saban is out for blood. I, I know he is, but I'm going to I'm gonna predict that neither of them are in the championship. Wow! Hot take! Yeah. The mic just exploded <laughs> <laughs> on my end. Continue. Uh, number two, Western Michigan over USC in week one. I think USC and Penn State are overrated. Beca- well, because of because the quarterback. Of- because of the quarterback and because of how incredible that bowl game was last year, everyone yeah. everyone's in love with them now. Because they made each other look so good in that game. And yeah. they're like, everyone's coming back to both those teams. They're going to be great. I think they're both a little overrated. The USC quarterback is leading the Heisman conversation yeah. currently. He's yeah. best odds. And he's good. And he's good. And then Penn State's quarterback, McSworley. Best name for a quarterback. Trace McSorley is an unbelievable name. You Written make for it Friday up. Night Lights. You couldn't make it up. You literally couldn't Nick make Swirly. it up. You couldn't make it up in an, in an NCAA football legend mode. Or, <laughs> they you would know. say, stop being so cliche. Yeah. It, like, it wouldn't allow you to use It'd it. It'd be like naming an MLB minor league pitcher Gunner Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so then I, I think I think Western because I think Western Michigan is still going to be good yes. this year. Uh, well, that think, is, and I don't think USC will have it together yet, Week One, and so that allows Western Michigan a chance to perhaps upset. I take I make lame predictions that probably will happen. The mic exploded twice That's from fine. both of those. Well, and then my third one is Michigan wins the Big Ten. Okay. 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 Which is gonna be it's gonna be Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State, Penn State. again. Yeah. You know, but I, I think Michigan pulls it out this year because I think you don't the think the fighting Illini are gonna make a run for it. <laughs> I think the expectation problem, for the Wolverines is lower this year than it was last year. Yeah. Well, Jabril, of, Jabril being gone and, and there's you know, they a still, lot of their defense is gone. A lot of know? them. Yeah. So, but their quarterback is returning. Wilton Spate's coming back, and he's. Ben Roethlisberger, if he could run. <laughs> no, man, he's good. He's good. They also have a freshman coming in, yeah. uh, quarterback. Um, so those are my three. I, wow. Those are, the mic exploded twice. This whole room is on fire right now. That's I don't fine. even That's we don't put it out. I'm hot also, takes, I'm also, I should point out, I am not very good at preseason predictions where i'm really great is if you ask me like week five yeah that's where i've that's where i've called it before especially with like like auburn week the, five that cam newton season i called it like week four week five i'm like auburn auburn's taking it so october we're gonna come back on yeah week fine. five put it you're gonna hear it now what it'll be like october 10th for you and yeah. we'll uh i don't think that's week five exactly because i'll have started paying attention i haven't been paying much attention to me yeah, yeah, well, once it gets going. Plus, I love the non-conference first couple weeks of college. So fun. It's so fun. Uh, wow. Okay, well, mine were Alabama's going to win it all. I like Lamar Jackson for the Heisman. Again, he's just so exciting, and I think we could have a repeat Heisman. Uh, yeah. I think that – I also think he's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder. The, they played terribly in that bowl game. Yeah. It was against Houston. Well, they all just – they just fell apart that second half of the season. Oh, it was so in so bad. many ways. And, and uh, I, I think people are going to be ready for him, but he also has a ton of returning – uh, people, I, I like Lamar Jackson for the Heisman, and um, I think I think Texas is going to return to some relevance this year. Mm. Uh, new coach, uh, former Houston coach. I just I, I want Texas to be good. I I loved cheering for Texas. It's always fun when Texas is good. It is. It is. It's been a long time. I, it's, I mean, you can make fun of them having their own network and all the stuff, but they. I loved watching it. When I was in high school, I was watching Texas with Vince Young. Best game I've ever seen in my life. Amazing. Was the, it's the, the USC, USC Texas game. game. So that made best me a lifelong, you know, fan of Texas in general. And uh, and then I love Colt McCoy. I loved yeah. watching him play when they went through the Mac Brown years. Um, so the most depressing yeah. college football game ever is when Colt McCoy got hurt in that national championship. We've connected over that game a lot. That was yeah. one of the saddest. So sad. the end game interview is so is so rough. sad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Top three uh, favorite movies for the summer. You can rank okay. them or not. What are your? I, I'm not going to rank them, and this is really sad because I realized when I was going through this, I think I've only seen three movies this summer. I've That's, not been going to the cinema this. You're summer. slacking. Also, Movie Pass just came out. I'm a Movie Pass member, by the way. Is, I'm going to talk here? about this later. Is it here? Is it in Chicago? Oh, it's everywhere. Everywhere now. Everywhere. Oh, I go I to I go to Copunk, Nebraska, and I can get into. Oh, things. I got to get it then. But they just it changed it. Movie Pass, which is a service that's usually forty a month or thirty-five a month for unlimited movies at movie theaters, uh-huh. as long as you only go to one movie a day. If you're listening to this, I'm not joking; it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, they just made a purchase, um, something with this analytics company, and now for the next twelve months, it's ten dollars a month. Wow! They've they've done that because they're now trying to gather information on what people want to go see. Right. So it's more about more about data consumption. I just got an email about it this morning because that's valuable. Yeah. So now ten dollars a month. So 
worth it to go see some movies. Yeah. But what are your top three? So I so I realize I only saw three, so this <laughs> oh, really isn't saying much. Oh, this is great. But the three that I saw, and I actually really liked all three, were Baby Driver. In my top three as well. Which I which I didn't like as much as I thought I would, but I think it was because I had heard incredible things and Rotten Tomatoes was like having a wet dream over it. Yeah, and it got like, kingsman Yeah, it kind of got kingsman a little bit for me. In that, um, it was just like 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> it just got so it just got so graphic and controversial by the end. So Baby Driver, Dunkirk, which again, I didn't like as much as I thought I would, um, but really great. And then um, Baywatch, which is, it was everything I wanted it to be and more. We connect on those Bad comedies so well. Well, if you put if you put The Rock and Zac Efron in anything, yeah. I will go and see it individually. And the fact that they're in one movie together, I'm like, okay, that's all I need for the rest of my life. <sighs> I'm so proud of that three. I, the baby, I, I loved it. The, it's a really good three to see for the summer, I would yeah. say. And no superhero I also, movies I also, in there. Well, I made a pact that I'm no longer going to see superhero movies. Wow. Well, I'm done with them. While we will definitely be doing an October podcast uh, discussing college football, we also now need to do a three-way podcast with you and Kyle so you can just gang up on me because he refuses to see yeah, Super I'm done. as well. I'm done with them. Well, I disagree with you on that. My three are uh, very similar, though. Baby Driver, Dunkirk, uh, and then Atomic Blonde. Was Atomic Blonde good? Which is just... I do want to see that. The more that. I get away from it, the more I think it was absolutely fantastic. Charlize and uh, my girl. Oh, she's, she's wonderful. So those are my three. Uh, great. I'm, I'm glad we... You should see some more though. I should. There's a couple. There's some more you should see. Yeah. And and I'm still slacking so much. I have to see Detroit. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm that. gonna see Detroit. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow. I love so much. I just love her movie. Uh, top three TV shows you're looking forward to starting mm-hmm. in the next, let's say, three months. Yeah. Because I want to check in with these when you're. Yeah. Going. So uh, what happens with me a lot is I'll watch like one episode mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to come back and watch this at some point. Yeah. You, you don't do watch the, the tester. Yeah, I do the tester. So just recently did that with Ozark. And did you, did, have you seen any of it? Uh, it's it's been heating up in my okay. buzz of people so saying I need to. see I have it. never seen a show that goes there as fast as Ozark does. I will like ten minutes in. It's like I'm watching a season finale from like season four. That sounds like, like crack goes, to me. Stuff goes quick, and you get into it. And also, like Jason Bateman is. Fantastic! I wish you all could have seen the gesture that he did while saying "quick," both arms <laughs> shooting towards the microphone. Like it just it goes there. In. It really I, does, man. Uh, wow, it really does. You it's unbelievable. That. So Ozark is one I'm definitely gonna come back to and watch watch that whole season. Um, Last Chance You season two, I could not be more excited about. Wow. Okay. Did you watch season one? Uh, no, I know. Of if it. if you love Hard Knocks. Last Chance You is a must. Last Chance You is a must see. Yeah. It's a must see. It's fantastic, and I'm really excited for season two because it is eight episodes instead of six. And the last one, I'm going to cheat a little bit because this is one I actually just finished. Okay. Um, but it's good. I got to give it a shout out. It's Friends from College. Rogan's Keegan in Michael that. Key. Seth Rogen is in one episode of oh, okay. it. Um, the, the One of the girls from How I Met Your Mother is in it. Um, yeah, and then uh, Fred Savage. Oh, Billy from Billy on the Street. This has been at the top of Netflix for a little yes. while. Yes. That's what it is. I was it's, yeah. it's really good. Well, it's funny. I mean, oh, here's a hot take for you. Keegan-Michael Key will win an Oscar in the next three years. I, I, I'm I, not even thinking that that is. It's, it would be hot to maybe someone else. It's not hot to me. I know, because you've been paying attention and you know he's incredible. Are we just now going to think... I, I, 
10 years from now, we're going to look back at Key and Peele and say what we were watching was the beginning yep. of... Because what Keegan-Michael Key has done from a content standpoint and project standpoint since leaving has been fantastic. Yeah. And Jordan Peele is the hottest name yeah. in Hollywood well, as far Get as Out was, was should be best picture. It was the best right movie now. I've seen this yeah, year so best, far. Yeah. Uh, and uh, wow, that doesn't surprise me. Don't think twice. I thought be, he was great. I mean, he's going to be... Keegan Michael Key will be Mahershala Ali in two years. He'll win his Oscar. He'll get and that then he's supporting. Gonna be in, he's just going to continue to be. Yeah, in I get that. That would that would make sense. Well, I'm excited now. You you you've pitched two shows to me that I really yeah, feel. Friends like from I need College to watch. is really good for me. Big Little Lies. Oh. I've watched the first episode. I'm so in. I'm it. so excited. It's good. Yeah. Everybody has as I'm so behind the times. Reese but, just slays it, man. She's oh, she's a straight killer. She is. Uh, it was it was, I would say. There was other things I needed to watch before it, yeah. um, so it was it it fell to the wayside. And one of those things was Night of, which if you haven't seen Night of yet, it's fantastic. It's so good, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so Big Little Lies season two of Stranger Things is right around the corner. Yeah, it is coming. And I'm I will be binging that. that the day it comes out. I'm a oh man, I'm I, excited about that. Yeah. I got through that season faster than most seasons of television. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially now, I, I, I'm on so many different shows at once that I watch one episode of each and I kind of rotate. It really, really annoys people who are trying to figure <laughs> yeah, out what I'm watching. They couldn't do that. Uh, and then, last but not least, I'm slowly working my way through The Sopranos. Oh, and I'm almost done with Sopranos. season three. Oh, We're going to be talking about Sopranos a lot because it's... While it's not forgotten by TV buffs, it really laid the groundwork for most yeah. of current... TV show content and uh, season three has been fantastic so I'm really looking forward to four, five, and six yeah, it's one of those staples seven. in you know in TV history for sure yeah if the, the Sopranos and The Wire both hold up really well if, if you've if you've ever been one of those people who's been told to watch The Wire or watch The Sopranos it's not one of those things that you have to watch and kind of respect and you're watching it just to be like oh yeah I've seen this and I respect yeah. it you will enjoy the ride an unbelievable amount mm-hmm. uh Similar to the ride, and you know when you're going through Breaking Bad, or oh, um, yeah. not like Game of Thrones, because Game of Thrones is such a spectacle and an event. Yeah, uh, but those are my those are my three. It's good. Okay, do you have any? Uh, wow, we really we got through some content today, and I've said content about thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, world. You're welcome. I'll, I'll banish that word from my vocabulary for the next one. What any anything you're. What's on the horizon for you that you're... Any any hot takes? Anything you want to leave the people with? Can I, can I talk time? about my Spurs thing? Oh, yes! Okay. Oh, yes, please. So, one, so one, of my, one of my big, exciting moments and then also then led into a moment of frustration in the NBA offseason was the Spurs re-signing of Pau Gasol. I was really excited about that when it first happened uh-huh. because, I'm not, because I thought, oh... Like that's that's genius. They got a really good deal there. Right. They're make they're, and they're making some room to do something big and to do something good. And they haven't done anything with it. Mm-mm. So so to me, like the Spurs, they're I want them to be good because I love them, and and I want them to be able to. I want someone to be able to compete at least with the Warriors. And I think the Spurs are probably the closest team to that. Besides Cleveland, obviously. But the Spurs are the closest team in the West to that. But they need to make a move of some sort, you know. 
but they, they just have they didn't do it they, they laid the groundwork with the pow re-signing and then they just really haven't done it in my eyes so it's uh i hope they do it's a conundrum what's happening right now in san antonio yeah but if if we're trusting the process in philly they're trusting the system in san antonio yeah. and they're purely saying we get value out of guys that and you know if people are buying in it's lamarcus that really puts them in a tough spot though because yeah. no i don't think anybody wants him and they don't want him that that i can see and and which is crazy because when they picked him up everyone thought that was an incredible signing and and perfect and if he would buy in like oh man it just thought that that was the star that was before the entire nba changed over the course of two years yeah he he i don't think he wants to win i think he wants to get his stats and i think he wants to be the guy and i think he wants touches in the paint and he wants to that and i could be wrong i want i would love to have him turn it around and really buy in and but some of these guys are just becoming obsolete where the NBA is going. And, yeah. and unless he buys into being a contributor but not being the focal point a little bit more. Or he and, finds a way to really change his game to the point where he can hit outside, like true outside jumpers. And he can get buckets, Really though. run the he's, floor. He's yeah, still he does, gets man. buckets. I got to watch a game. I got to watch the Spurs play the Nets. Yes, it's the Nets. I'm aware. But <laughs> I, I watched that game and I thought to myself, man, Lamarcus Aldridge for a long time was top ten in the league. You yeah, seriously, he was fringe, but it was second and third team all the time. And then, uh, yeah, I remember that being such a huge thing. I remember once this guy making a huge argument that Lamarcus was better than Kevin Durant, and you would rank Lamarcus second on this radio show. I mean, at the time, the radio commentator was just loving it, just laughing so hard. But this guy was saying that Lamarcus Aldridge was the second best player in the league. Behind uh, Kevin Durant, but like several LeBron. years ago, you could make a case that a post player was, you know, who a, was getting twenty five a top, ten. Yeah, it was like a top ten or five player in the league. But now, no chance. Yeah, no, unless it's someone who is a rim protector who also shoots. Yeah, unless three. it's unless it's. Anthony <laughs> I'm looking Davis. at you, Porzingis. <laughs> oh gosh. Get there, get there, buddy boy. Yeah, work on it, Porzy. Porzy could be playing with Kyrie soon. <laughs> you think so? That's where Kyrie wants to go. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> it doesn't matter where Kyrie wants to go. It like doesn't. I don't mean to sound like uh, who who said that? Who was like? It's a it's that guy who's the the beat reporter for the Cavs for ESPN. Windhorst. Yeah, Brian Windhorst. He's like, to be honest with you, Kyrie doesn't really have much of a choice in this. I'm like, yes, finally someone said it. Yeah. Like he doesn't. It's it's you're traded or you're not traded. It's like he's the not kid. A free agent. It's the kid telling the parents where he wants to move. Right. He's not a free agent. Yeah, do whatever he wants. When LeBron wants him to leave, he'll leave. Yeah. All right. I love it. Uh, one thing uh, before we wrap up, I just want to say the Ezekiel Elliott suspension was handed down this weekend. Which I've been happier Friday. about. Yeah, which of the six games. I I do not understand it. I am baffled by it. Not the suspension itself. I'm baffled by the double standards in the NFL. The fact that everything we've read about Ezekiel Elliott and Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs and all of these situations, obviously for some of them the law hasn't had enough to prosecute. The burden of proof has been too too much. But these guys continue to get 
jobs and have jobs, and and now everyone who's a Cowboys fan is up in arms over six games. Which, mm-hmm. it, first of all, this is a good rule. Domestic, the fact that now there is a minimum set for domestic violence in any any case because of Ray Rice getting only two games. Yeah. No matter oh, what, geez. they're going to put six games on it, and I I love that there's that minimum because it it sets a precedent. And then according to NFL rules, the second time you can be kicked out of the league for life if mm-hmm. you're a secondary offender, which because of Greg Hardy and because of these situations is a great rule in place to have. And I'm not saying that these guys shouldn't be in the league. I'm not I'm not saying that. W- what I'm so absurdly angry at is that Colin Kaepernick is not with the team. The double standard by these owners. And to say that you're worried about what the public would think is is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. He had 16 touchdowns and four interceptions last year. Regardless of if he can be a starter, he could he can be in camp fighting for a spot on any team. Yeah. Any team. And he can, he can just straight up contribute. Straight up. And this and, is how I've always felt about Tim Tebow, by the way. That, oh, he, <laughs> that he just has a way... like. If you get him on your football team, he's going to contribute in some way. Right. Let him do what he did his sophomore year at Florida. I don't know yeah. if I agree with you on Tim Tebow, but absolutely on Colin Kaepernick. Different reasons. Yes. But. And Colin Kaepernick has made it to a Super Bowl, and a Super yeah. Bowl where with a pass interference call and one play might possibly have might have won. And that's not a fluke. And he's in his prime, and these NFL owners who are coming up with every reason in the book why they're not doing it, Tyreek Hill is in the NFL. Yeah. He beat up his pregnant girlfriend. That's not debated. Yeah. He did that. Ben Roethlisberger settled a rape case. No one says anything about Ben Roethlisberger totally. except positive things. I'm not saying these guys are bad, but the fact that Kaepernick isn't on a team because he peacefully protested something he believed in, regardless of what you think of that, of that act within itself, yeah. is crazy. It's crazy, and someone needs to step up. I think it's the NFL's job, the NFLPA, everybody to say... This guy's going to be on a team. We'll randomly assign him a team. Yeah. Something It doesn't matter because he's getting punished for something that yeah. is, is crazy. And no other person that fell in line and joined him is getting punished, but he is. And yeah. there's it's Of course, he's not a starter. I don't think he's a starter for any team. He's got to earn that spot. But um, I'm very angry that there's But that these... shouldn't be the reason that he's not given a chance. No, absolutely not. And it makes – even looking at his stats, his resume, everything, There, there's no other reason. It's that. It's yeah. that. It's an owner is afraid of what the public will think. And the fact that – you know, you don't hear the Chiefs complaining about Tyreek Hill because he gets touchdowns. Yeah. And yet, if if Kaepernick signed with the Chiefs, maybe they'd be upset. Like that makes no sense. And if and if that's more of a, of an indictment of the NFL fans, then we need to look at ourselves and say, totally, some, something's wrong about how we're yeah. uh, how we're looking at. The oh, sport. really? Is well, Eric, my wife, she saw a tweet after, and this was more in regards to the Charlottesville incident. Yeah. With talking about Colin Kaepernick, which with that. by the way, Charlottesville could have been all five of my thoughts for the week. Yeah, uh, totally. I'd, but I, I um, but the tweet she saw, I, I, it was in in reference to the Charlottesville incident. She said, "And to think that we were more upset about a guy who took a knee during the national yeah, anthem." Yeah, it's, it, you know what you, I mean? It'll make you throw up. Which it's is just, which is true. You know? Yeah, it's so, it's really disheartening. And uh, great note to end the pod on. <laughs> really upper, upper. But I, I just for all the Cowboys fans that are so upset about six games, or or the fantasy football, or the Michigan managers, fans or that the are Michigan. super happy that Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott got suspended. Uh, yes. Or but the the fantasy football owners who are mad that they have to wait for him to sit out six games. This is a good thing. This is hopefully Ezekiel takes those uh, takes the suspension and and learns from it. And um, we don't know yeah. a lot of that situation, but. 
uh, I look at that and these Cowboys fans just defending him and they defended Greg Hardy and, and it's not just the Cowboys it's it's all these different people and um, I mean even when Adrian Peterson with all the child abuse yeah, stuff as a Vikings fan I remember I just wanted to defend him and yet all these people have basically made it clear as fans that they don't want they'll do something if, if Colin Kaepernick is on their team is, is really upsetting and, and hopefully we can all look at ourselves and see that that's wrong and, and I really hope the NFL steps in and says hey we'll randomly send him to a team if we yeah. have to because he deserves to be on a team I don't think they would do that that's absurd but uh, anyway oh, so good talking to you man end it on a high five always you're the man alright so that's the podcast thank you so much for listening thank you Johnny Boy for a wonderful podcast he'll be on often so you can get used to him uh, a couple quick things before I send you off two segments I'm going to end most podcasts with First and foremost, if I was a betting man, my pick for the week would be Jacksonville Jaguars minus 600 not to make the playoffs. I thought this line would open up at minus 2,000. I don't think they're making the playoffs, and minus 600 is generous. Now, it's terrible odds. You're betting $6 to win $1, but if I were a betting man, it'd be worth it because it's not happening. Even with Leonard Fournette, Blake Bortles is their quarterback, and... He's not lasted many weeks. He's terrible, terrible. And we're also going to get some facts straight. I went back and checked a couple facts that we had mentioned in the podcast. We want to be correct, so just going through these. Uh, First and foremost, it wasn't Anthony Davis on NBA 2K15 who thought that Steph Curry was white. It was Kevin Durant, which I find even funnier because it was before he joined the Warriors. Uh, The Stoops article was written by Jake Trotter for ESPN. He also wrote the article on Baker Mayfield that I read a couple years ago about the intramural softball team, so shout out to Jake Trotter. And Louisville didn't play Houston in their bowl game. They played LSU. They lost 29-9. They played Houston in November, which was the first game that Lamar Jackson looked all out of sorts. They got crushed. It was really rough. A lot of people thought that he wasn't going to win the Heisman after that week because he had a bit of a downturn, but wanted to get that correct. And... Uh, last but not least, I listened to the podcast and I realized I wasn't very articulate at the end uh, when talking about Ben Roethlisberger and Tyreek Hill. I think I called them bad. And uh, I, this podcast deserves more than a fourth grader's terminology. So I'll say this. What I don't want to be is one to assign uh, guilty or not guilty verdicts on people. However, when people have no problem with those guys playing for their team but seem to be up in arms over even the idea or the possibility of Colin Kaepernick playing for their teams. It's eye-opening, and I think it's very flawed thinking. And it just came out today that ratings are down in the NFL partially because people don't want to watch because of anthem protests, and that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because there are so many other reasons that you could choose not to watch. How about concussion safety? The league is yet to make big, big changes when it comes to concussion safety. And maybe not watching because of that, because you're worried about player safety, or not watching because your team drafts someone that you don't want to cheer for as far as because of their criminal past or whatever. To choose not to watch because people are exercising their right during the national anthem is, is pretty ridiculous. And that's saying it very, very kindly. So just wanted to correct that. Thank you so much for listening. See you for the next one.